0: Booking Tuesday. Dean, hmm. what is the enemy of progress? Chaos. Yes. Oof. guys welcome back to spooky tuesday a weeky a weeky <laughs> a weekly podcast where we're breaking down our
1: <laughs> favorite slashes say, i just am hearing weekly creepy uh, i'm so sorry oh did you guys say your names and i'm chelsea
2: death and i'm monica <laughs> hyatt <laughs> okay maybe yeah. start it over
1: well, you know what? It's fine. They get it. They've heard. They probably, this is probably not their first episode, probably. What if it
2: is, though?
1: <laughs> then they should get used to it fast. poor, <laughs> poor,
2: poor, poor babes. Welcome.
1: Well, if it's your first time, are you having fun? Can you tell that we love a giggle? Maybe that made you feel so welcomed like you're already part of the friend group. Um, oh you're
0: one lovely. of
1: us. We're just all hanging out together, having a silly, goofy time.
0: And Do here's the it? thing. That's perfect for uh, this movie that we're doing. Oh, week. yeah. It's, it's so, going to be, uh, well, it's going to be a hot goss, like, chit chat. about to laugh about. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: but it is a goss sesh. That's right. Because you texted earlier, Monica, and you're like, Sydney, are you all up to date on the celebrity goss for this recording session?
0: Oh, and oh, I yeah. have found an entire timeline for the don't worry, darling, drama that is happening. Yes. Yeah. Like, the drama started in like what, 2020? It happened for two years of almost non stop just shenanigans. It's still going. Yeah. I mean, frankly, it's Seriously, ongoing. It's not over. <laughs> well, if you, dear listener, if this is your first time ever on the internet today, welcome God. uh don't oh, worry oh, darling well. is a 50s housewife living with her husband in a utopian experimental community begins to worry that his glamorous company could be hiding disturbing secrets fair
2: yeah ah. okay
0: this fucking sure movie, i guess man. this
2: fucking movie man oh man it's just I had such high fucking hopes for this movie. This was my most anticipated movie of the year, I would say. Like, I was jazzed beyond belief. And then look at the mess we've made.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I was really excited to see it in the sense that I thought it would either be really, really good, as the marketing suggested, Or a really big shit show as the news cycle was playing out to be. Um, And then it was, for me, the first time I saw it, it was just so like medium, which was really disappointing. Yeah. I wanted it to be big in some way or another. And it was really just medium.
0: The first trailer for this movie, like when it Mm -hmm. dropped, because, you know, heavy hitter Florence Pugh. Harry Styles. Like, Harry first... Styles. But it's his first like real, real speaking role because he was in uh Dunkirk. Dunkirk, for but apparently two seconds. He didn't have that many lines. And so this is his first, you know. He's I... on an episode of iCarly. Oh.
1: How dare you? Oh <laughs> sorry. my
0: <fucking> god. <laughs> so sorry. Uh and I know this movie was, like, being really, like, big build, especially mm-hmm. by Olivia Wilde, director, yeah. as this, like, really feminist, like, like sex, like. Sex positive, you'll never
1: see a man come, you're just gonna get yeah. Florence Pugh getting her pussy ate, um by Heartthrob Harry Styles. Which, which like, we did get. <laughs> you, do, you do and and he really gets oh, in there you know he does not yeah. hold back good for him and his acting choices in those moments
0: it's Here's wonderful thing. if anything good can come out of this it's I hope that women know this is what we want like well but she cooked for so long and i know she was the one that pushed the
1: food onto the floor but like they can't run out and pick up mcdonald's afterwards do you know what i mean that feels that just getting was ahead of
2: ourselves <laughs> <laughs> that made
1: me so upset but, do they have a microwave you know what i mean like i watched um, american hustle i remember that that was new technology at that time like what are their options here
0: and also this is like really early on in the movie <laughs> Like, the thing is, the sex scenes were very hot. And also,
2: imagine being so horny, you don't care about the chicken anymore. You don't care about the roast. Excuse me. That was the roast. That roast. sounds great. That's yeah. ideal. He was, this is what that scene was saying. The Would scene love was to saying, spit roasted. Like, your <laughs> pussy's the whole meal. That's what it was saying. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, I don't need,
0: this is yeah. the only eating
2: I need to do tonight, honey. You know what I mean? Here's the yeah, thing, and I hot. do
0: absolutely want people to, like, look at me like they have been starving and uh-huh. I'm the first food that they have come across. That's uh-huh. that's exactly how I want people to look at me at all times.
2: Ravenous, voracious, some would uh-huh. say. Yeah, bloodthirsty, but, like, yep. not
0: actually. Just Unless I'm on my all. period, you know?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> sure, 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 sure.
0: Um... Yeah, I mean, feminism,
1: and that's feminism. Um, yeah, I mean, here's the thing about this movie being a feminist film, like, okay, girl, I see the vision in saying that I see how it is hard to market what that means for this film honestly and authentically without giving anything away so like if you're pushing it as a feminist film and you're also trying to preserve the viewing experience i guess what else are you going to say other than florence poo gets
2: poo <laughs> <So, laughs> how dare we- you <laughs> word Pugh, other than
1: florence poo gets her pussy early on and often like i i sure but what a weird choice to make in the marketing i don't know i just feel like there were so many weird choices that they made in the marketing the trailer should have just been like left alone to speak for itself but the interviews they did about this movie were all so weird from literally everybody harry styles was out there being like i love this movie because it's
0: like a movie Um, like a movie and chris pine is absolutely dissociating like right next to him like oh my god it's one of the funniest gifts ever that boy like should keep his mouth shut unless so like a song's
2: coming <laughs> out of it you
1: know no I okay. like him I just don't I it's I don't think he was prepared to lead a marketing push for what this movie wanted to be
0: he well, didn't like, know no how to talk about media training
1: he should have been like I, it was so I, fun to do I loved it I got a girlfriend it really but feels a like a anymore.
0: movie <laughs>
2: Well, yeah, I mean,
0: he just, like, he has
1: media... I want to hear about the salad dressing, Harry. Like
2: he has media training, but not to talk about that. Like he can talk about his music until the cows come home, sure. but like he d- doesn't know about acting, you know, he's not that good at it yet. Let's say yet. Yeah, maybe he'll get better. Like, he was you... terrible as terrible as everyone thought, because there was also that video that came out in advance. The oh, clip of, and he got clip of absolutely
0: him... roasted. <laughs>
2: He got so roasted. I saw this movie in
1: theaters with some of our OG Spooky crew, actually. um, And people kept laughing at everything
0: that Harry did. And I kept being like, why are these bitches
1: laughing?
0: I don't get it. I I will say I did laugh at a couple of his, uh, when he was like screaming a little bit. It It was just, you know, very like, what you doing, babes? But and also, here's the thing, too. So he was in My Policeman, which recently also came out. And I've heard a lot of, like, people that I know said that he was actually really good in it.
1: Yeah, I've heard and that's so a I'm lot
0: wondering, better than gayer. Is I've it heard, just like, yeah, it's very gay. the <laughs> direction of this movie? Like, because they were having a thingy thing on the set. Yeah, Olivia. And so,
1: was she like enamored with his choices or just like unwilling to like push him in a way another director might?
2: Maybe. I mean, she could have been blinded, but also like she overhyped him too. She was like, he will get an Oscar for his role in this film. He like... did get nominated for a People's Choice Award. Okay. <laughs> wow. Same thing. That's the same thing. So, yeah, you're right, actually. But like, <laughs> she was like, his acting will blow you
0: away
2: and I'm like okay Olivia let's (laughs) let's take it back a notch because like people had way too high expectations but that said I will be the first to admit that I'm I I was not fully objective while watching Harry Styles because I was like wow you know
1: He's really cute. Yeah, he is really cute. He
2: dazzles me, man. And he looks He's got so cute in 1950s boyo clothes. Oh,
0: my God. I think so- everybody looks cute in, like, the 1950s aesthetic. This did make me want to do a Palm Springs trip, like, ASAP.
2: Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, we have to. It's very, very fun. I have a whole slew of tiki bars we can go to. But anyway, um, I just think that when I first saw this movie, I saw it by myself. I saw it in the theaters by myself, which I've been doing, and it's terrifying. And at first, there was literally no one in the theater, and I was like, wow. And this was, like, only a couple weeks after it came out, so I was like, "Uh uh-oh. But people showed up. Um, And I was, like, kind of dazzled by the aesthetics of it in all regards at first. Like, I loved the costuming. Um, I loved the world that they created, the, like, perfect symmetry. I love the houses. I just, like, love I love 50s clothing style. I have a lot of like 50s inspired shit. So I was like, wow, beautiful. And the music was really fun. Um, and so I was kind of just like along for the ride. And then every time, like, I mean, it's like Florence Pugh, who like we love and she's so hot and I'm in love with her. And then Olivia Wilde. And then I was just blown away by that. Just looking at her in that style. She looks fantastic. I'm just saying. Uh, and then Harry well Styles good. being himself being so
0: hot. And also Nick Crow looked and hot then Nick too, Nick thing.
2: He looked and Chris too.
0: Pine, arguably the best Chris's of the Chris. Oh, Chris Pine
2: looked scrumptious, honestly. And he was a horrible man. Um, and Gemma Chan. I was blinded by, by Everybody the Everybody looks light. super hot. Oh, yeah. Everybody looks hot in this. But I was totally blinded by, by that at first. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, watching it again was cool to go in with a critical eye a little bit more to see more of the flaws. I still saw the flaws in the first place. But, um that said i still fucking liked it so whatever we'll get into it later <laughs> yeah
1: that i was like surprised by how much you liked it the first time that you saw it moni and you i felt like you were i was shook like going to bat for it a little just talking it, about it with like me and sydney um i think i maybe liked it the most medium right away because i think sydney you kind of went in with appropriately tempered expectations um, I was yeah. expecting
0: absolutely nothing from this movie. <laughs> yeah.
1: And I was really expecting something one way or another and I didn't get something. Um, and I think part of the reason for that is like, I I don't necessarily think that the direction was bad. Like I think there's a lot of really good stuff here visually from the direction. Um, I think it is like a gorgeous film in that regard. I think it's like the storytelling that leaves a lot to be desired. And I don't know if that's just because they don't have enough time or if they didn't prioritize what they wanted the story to be exactly with the time that they had. I also no, think totally. it's like
0: over two hours long. Like yeah. I feel like they could have really had a plot. I also feel like they're,
1: they're rehashing a lot of ideas at this point, which is not to say that this film didn't have like new unique ideas back when it was written and first optioned, but like it is treading a lot of the same ground as like Black Mirror and Made for Love and stuff like that at this point. Which like some of those came out before, some of them came out after, but it wasn't putting enough of like its own spin on things other than the mid century modern aesthetic. But even so, Made for Love is literally like in the desert, Palm Springsy still, you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. just. It's borrowing so much intentionally or unintentionally.
2: Well, I, I totally agree with what you're saying. They were such a focus on the visual in this movie. And like, yeah, it was dazzling and yeah, it was well done. And yeah, those fucking ballet circular mesmerizing, I don't even know Ladies. what was going on. Ladies in black and white Divantees um were wonderful. Um, but they focused too much on the visual there it was all visual it was all these like like hallucination adjacent things happening in like weirdly paced succession yeah and then it just like you get to the crux of the movie and you didn't like like Florence got somewhere that we as the audience didn't get yet because like they didn't give us any information actually like I wish the characters had,
0: like, like, talked to each other more, you know? <laughs> if this I want... had been... Sorry, you go. Oh, I was like, I would just want, like, it kind of started to, like, it visually built a world, but I want to know more about the, like, the women or, like, Gemma Chan's character, the wife of Gemma the bad Chan's guy. Character. Like, character. What is she? You know what I mean? Like, I wanted to see more of like how they interact in this world a little bit yeah and because it it's so it's so weird how it's like fine and dandy fine and dandy oh maybe things aren't fine and dandy oh we're uh, so many weird things so many weird things and then we literally there's we don't find out like the twist in this movie until there's 30 minutes left in the movie and this movie is 2 hours long
1: i think this is a movie that could have really 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 benefited from being a tv show
2: yeah yeah and i think Ooh, if you I had hope someone makes it into yeah, one, one day mean, that would be awesome it
1: would be awesome cuz i think there's so much Room. if you do like a seven to 10 episode arc, you know what I mean? You can give more focus to individual characters. Like we could see what the fuck Margaret's whole deal is because apparently Kiki Lane filmed a lot more for this movie. And in the original promotion, Olivia Wilde kept talking about what an incredible performance Kiki Lane gave. And then we just don't see her at all. And she did that Instagram post where she was like, at least I met my boo because she and the guy who plays Ted, her husband are dating in real life after meeting on the set of this movie. Um, yeah. And they're so hot together. They're a great couple. Ariel Stachel, Stachel. I'm not sure how to say his name. Um, but they both did an Instagram post. That was like, at least I met my boo sucks that we got cut from pretty much the whole fucking film. Um,
2: that's that's another part of the issue. Like what did they leave on the cutting room floor? And what did they pick up? How many times did I need to see those dance girls do a little dance in a circle?
0: How how many times did they
2: turn into weird zombies? Why did second. Harry
0: Styles have to do a seven-minute jig? I <laughs> that
2: dance. was like that <laughs> tap dance was the equivalent of the Dominic Fike song in this season of Euphoria. Yes! Like it was just like, why is it happening? Why you look like a jazz version of an inflatable tube man? <laughs>
1: it was
0: so <laughs> bad. Did uh, you guys see
1: that video of the late great um What's his name? Leslie Jordan? Is that who I'm thinking of? Yeah, the late great yeah. Leslie Jordan doing the Daddy Watch Me Twirl. Um, But it was Harry Styles oh doing his little tap dance. Oh my, God.
2: oh, my God. I have not seen that, but I need to see it. I need to see so that immediately. Spectacular. I'll find it for you. I'll find it for you. But, like, going back to what we were saying about how they wanted this to be a feminist movie, and then it's, like, is not. <laughs> it it's
0: like absolutely, was like-, like, not a feminist movie at oh, all. Oh. It's I mean, a like obviously they're movie. telling you
2: what happened what is happening is bad they're like this is bad mm-hmm. and it shouldn't happen but like it could have been feminist more if you it's know they focus on the woman? women a little bit more there's not a big focus on the women besides Florence like we don't like all these like amazing um side characters like Kate Burt how do you say her last name Burtlant Berlant Berlant I've never said it out loud like she is so yeah Berlant she's, she's, she's so
1: wonderful f- I love her in A League of Their Own everybody watch A League of Their Own right now
2: oh I would love to I really want to watch that I have to finish oh. Evil and then I will get right okay. on it okay but like she's amazing like Gemma Chan is amazing I was so intrigued by Violet Sidney Chandler's character like there are so many good things like Olivia watch character dude there's so much to dive into there yeah it's like the opposite of knives out which we just did where they did so much getting to know you they did none of that here here's the thing if you make it a tv show and you give not
1: characters their own whole episode necessarily, but like a focus to some degree for an episode. And you show like how they met their husband on the train when they dropped their ticket and he picked it up and handed it to them. And then they went on their honeymoon. And like you get a little bit of like a to the like five-minute montage, yeah, of like how each character like came to join the victory project, but in the the eyes of the like 1950s setting, and you set up showing us those similarities instead of giving us a moment where Florence Pugh just says hey isn't it crazy that we have all of these similarities a little too crazy maybe like that could be really powerful and do some really good heavy lifting and like I don't know I think if you you could reveal the twist so much sooner to the audience or hint at it in other ways that are meaningful to the audience if you had more space and time and really build out the mystery and really have a whole episode Fair, of like bunny yeah. and you know her what her whole fucking deal is so that you can analyze her choices throughout the movie yeah i don't know it just withholds so much in a way that i think is damaging
2: no yeah and it's like it's Florence is so such an incredible actress and she's obviously on to something. But all of these things that she's onto are like simulation glitches. So it's not like she's like doing smart shit. That's another way that it could have been. Oh, oh, I have. Yeah, that's exciting. Another way it could have been fe- feminist is giving Alice a little more fucking agency. So she like goes around and she's like Violet. Well, h- how did you talk yeah, to, to the other questions. ladies? Yeah, doing yeah. some little detective work or some shit like that. Like that could have been fun. Does this Even- movie pass the Bechdel test?
1: Oh, I don't know. I bet it does, but let's see. I'm sure someone-
2: The girls all talk about dance in the dance studio. And shopping. They like the tennis dress. Come on. Okay, I actually- Here's another thing that I was embarrassed. I texted uh, Chelsea and Sydney yesterday, and I was like, this movie is turning me into a trad wife. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Because the opening of this movie- Made me my go dream buck wild because no, it made me excited because that sounds like a fucking fun ass party and I want to make a fucking martini tower, okay? And I want to do my hair like Olivia Wilde and I can have these simple wants and also be a dynamic woman who does things. But I really want that also. Just saying, here's my okay, thing about the, doing we it for New Year's Eve.
0: <laughs> do. Uh, like, all of our friends live it like, and they work a cold in a victory sack. project. Fucking, that'd be so fun. And I, like, you know, Let's we have a a unlimited sack. credit Let's to get just rich. buy things <laughs> and a community pool.
2: Uh-huh. It sounds ideal. There's a lot of good things about this, but the fact that they're all there against their will is a bad thing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the cherrypicks.com website says this film does pass the Bechdel test, by the way. Okay. Okay. And I'm not okay. shocked by that because it is a pretty low bar to set, especially with so many named women in a film like this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's the thing is that the women's stories are so disconnected from each other sort of by the... It's weird because obviously they mostly are spending times in groups with each other or just women and because the men have to leave and go to quote-unquote work every day. Um, but it's just so shallow because they're creating this existence that's very shallow for the women on purpose um they can't remember details about their lives so they can't Um, share them and because the men are also just making shit up for their backstories they obviously can't have their real backstory um Mm -hmm. and then you know these men are not putting in the work to make them fully fleshed out characters um but it's even just like okay the the relationships that should be central to the film don't have any like heart in them. Like yeah. Florence Pugh's whole thing, Alice's whole thing is like, Margaret was my friend and I should have believed her. We literally never see even a single glimpse of that friendship. Not yeah, even a single yeah. glimpse. You.
0: And even, like I think her... was a big mistake. And even like her and Bunny's friendship. like So
1: surface level. It's just like, yeah. ah, you have kids and they like me and that's fun. Okay, and we're named Drunk
0: all day, every day. <laughs> like, I want to see more of like what their lives were here. I think if you saw more of like how they interacted in this thing, and then introduced the twist earlier, mm-hmm. and then worked. Even if you just introduced it to like us, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, like Florence Pugh doesn't have to know yet yes but we should know and i think it would have been more engaging cuz it was even though it was it was a little boring quite frankly like i got real bored in the middle uh,
2: it's, there's too many like that's the part where there's all the dancers all the time and i'm just like
1: yeah there's like this there's expensive like flashbacks what's going in a weird on? way There's the eggs are empty, the walls are moving in on her and there's all these things where it's like okay am I to believe, knowing the rest of the film as I do, because I've seen it, um, am I to believe that these are just like normal computer glitches that are happening, am I to believe that her growing awareness to some degree means that um system she's not being her. programmed as well yeah am i to believe that someone dying within the system as presumably margaret did meant that like there were like relating kinks or something that happened like it's the the glitches aspect of it is just never meaningfully explained and it doesn't yeah. necessarily have to be but given what the movie is and how that is the horror for an hour and a half of the movie until they reveal what's really going on it's like okay what was that even about like why was the plane there and why did it crash obviously that was not designed the in there why are there planes overhead why is there random vibration that they go at least we know the boys are working like what right you?
2: well I don't know if that's well they're not all in the same place I was thinking maybe like it was just like Florence Or sorry, Jack and Alice were just like in this. They're in the same bed, right? And like maybe there's a train that. That's a speculation that people had.
1: Yeah, that like their apartment is near the train tracks or whatever.
2: Yeah, um, but okay, I think at least for the plane, I but it doesn't really make sense. At the end, the plane is red. Like they do a little flashback to it, and it's red like the plane that the little boy has.
0: That Margaret has, yeah. Which yeah Margaret, that Margaret had a is... child. Know what I mean? That we never see.
2: <laughs>
0: we well, see them like that walking that into the desert
2: together. It, mm-hmm. Here's that whole my question: of it is so fucked up that the children are all like fake, yeah, and they're like, oh my god, the trauma these women will face if they okay. get out of this. That's okay. Is I know. So we haven't actually
0: said what the twist is. We really talked <laughs> about it. They get it. it.
2: Do <laughs> they? The, Don't worry, darling. They're all in a computer simulation.
0: <laughs> they're, they're enslaved like, by they their
2: husbands in the 1950s incels. to be trad wives. Yes. Boo. Yes.
0: The, um... They're like incel husbands. And but so this brings something up too is if they can create AI children, why not just create AI, AI. wives? And the guys can go in there and like live and a let your fantasy real life-, life yes, that
1: could be a horror That's movie right. too. Like your real life yeah. wife is out there, she divorced you, so you made a fake version of her that you can control and will do what you want. And later these women are learning that this is something that happened in the real world. You know what I mean? Like there's so much room for that, but they they really kind of complicated the issue by being like. Also, there's NPCs. And why are they giving them children? Is it because that's like their vision of what they wanted? Or is it like, we can't let the ladies have jobs. So we have to give them something to do. So Shirley has oh. to be pregnant all the time.
0: Forever? Well, I guess also, too, this, Ed, sorry,
1: this goes that's back to
0: like societal thinking. You get a lot of people wanting to go back. To the nineteen fifties, mm-hmm. because in their head, like they didn't live in the nineteen fifties. Yeah. We just see like all this like they TV just watched Leave media. It to Beaver, and they yeah. went, "That sounds and nice." I exactly. love that outfit. Look They're at like, those victory I... rolls. Exactly, and so it's like somebody just said, "Okay, this is what we think the nineteen fifties were," and you know, you had to have kids and a picket fence and. You know, all this kind of so, stuff. Oh, yeah, that's
2: like part of that. The nuclear family and, and yeah. all. Became, but then like, you became really like, big in
0: the 50s.
1: Alice and Jack ha- are specifically not having kids and are not doing that until she's asking questions. And he's like, actually, maybe she needs to be busier than she no, is. I got
2: it. I got 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 it. Okay. I figured it out. It's a similar thing to the bunny story that we get later on but not exactly. She's like complicit in this, right? And we'll get into that later. Mm-hmm. But I think it could be a manipulation tactic if the women okay. do find out and they have formed this incredible bond with this child that they believe to be their own and it's like a manipulation to get them to they stay. Even if they know it's not If they leave, yeah. their kid is gone, you know? And like mm-hmm. are you willing to sacrifice this fake kid that you love to like have your life back? Like that. that's the That's a whole other part of this movie. I feel like I was still moved by it in ways because um, it just really horrified me. I think also it was so scary to me because I was alone and I didn't have anyone to make little jokes to as I Mm. watched it. And that always makes me feel safer and better. But I was like all alone with all these thoughts in my head. And there's like a lot to contemplate with this. I mean, there's the horrifying nature of these incels that take over their wives or girlfriends or complete strangers lives? because there's that one little tidbit we get when we see Harry Styles, the ugliest I hope he ever looks in his life. What a fucking jump scare. That was the scariest shit I've ever seen in my life. They Long-haired, did a great
1: job, Harry Styles.
0: I shouldn't have washed my hair today. I Could have kept it on theme. And like oh my God, I go for a long time so. Ever <laughs> put on a man. Do you think he Dude. grew that out or was it like, like put on him? The I makeup? think he
1: grew it out. Cause I don't believe he can grow a strong beard. I think that's probably the best he got.
0: No. Yeah, I agree. That's he doesn't hands. look like
2: a facial hair kind of guy. No um, shade. Very
1: cute guy. Oh. He doesn't need to grow his hair out and mostly he doesn't. Yeah.
2: No, I know many men who cannot grow a beard and that's for the best for them. And that's great. They have great chins, so they don't have to worry about it. Um, But yeah, I mean, side note from what I was going to say, the makeup in that moment was fucking incredible. They did so many little things to make him look so unsettling, especially if you are so horny for Harry Styles, as I am. As everybody Um, is. (laughs) Yeah, they gave him like the like texture of his skin. They changed like they did the, the thinning hair like. Which some people argue that, he, that he's already having that. But anyway, I don't want to talk about- The like Harry Styles bald that.
1: allegations.
2: I don't like that allegation. I don't like to think about it. So we move past <laughs> no, it and we I pretend that he <laughs> will never lose his hair. And if he starts to, he will get hair plugs, Harry. No, you've got the, the, the allegations
1: are that he already wears wigs.
2: I know. Of uh, course <laughs> he
1: does. They're so he's good, good for here. him. What's wrong? That I have extensions wings. for a long time. Yeah, do men whatever you need to wings. do.
2: Feel good about men yourself. Men wear toupees. They have great toupees. I watched a Try Guys video one time where the one who doesn't have that much hair got some <laughs> fancy hair things and he learned about toupees that glue on your head and they were beautiful and it was very informative. So men, there's always options. Anyway. I love watching uh,
0: toupee TikToks.
1: They're so cool. But also if you don't want a toupee, you don't have to do one either. Let's all defy societal expectations, etc. cetera. But also if you want to feel pretty, do whatever you got to do.
2: Who is Not one whatever, of my favorite men that I think no. is very hot and it's problematic? Vin Diesel looks great, bald. And um, Pitbull. bald bald my hubby. My ball. And I'm, my friend Bavesh, he shaved his head and he looks sexy. So Bavesh, you don't listen to the pod that often. But if you choose to if you ever do, yeah. He has before. Um, but anyway, like that that was a really good part of the movie, how scary they made him. Let's say that. <laughs> how about that? But back to what we were saying um, before, uh, it's just the implications of, of of this whole thing are so fucking terrifying, and it would have been such a scarier movie. Like I wanted this to be like a scarier movie, and mm-hmm. it had all the hor- had all the nightmare fuel mm-hmm. if they had just delved into a little bit more. Like which of those women is just some random fucking woman that that dude kidnapped? Kidnapped, you
0: know? Because the- yeah. like- Chosen nationality, British, lol. Like, like, <laughs> uh, like relationship status, like new previously. Like, what? Yeah, they yeah. say
1: they're pre existing, which means that there are options to not be pre existing. Not
2: pre existing, yeah. And also, I love that they're like psychological eval and they show him looking like completely hollowed out, man. Like, and it just very says very frightening. Fair it. it's like, fair. fair.
1: He's okay. good enough, yeah. Um, yeah, Medium. I am just I think also like okay not to get it to into my tv thing again because I could talk about it forever but I love the idea I mean I just think like Bunny obviously we know has known the whole length of the film at least we don't know if she chose to come in initially or if she chose to stay at some point like they don't I don't know that they exactly parse that out other than she says like it's my choice um mm-hmm. It sure seems, based on the end, that Shelly, Gemma Chan, knows something, but we don't know what exactly.
2: Oh, fucking waste in that moment, too. Imagine
1: for a moment, um, this film, I think, has, okay, some of the criticisms that I saw of this movie were that they are romanticizing and idealizing the 1950s for these men and what that time was. Obviously, we talked about that. One of the criticisms that I saw was that it is like race blind to the realities of that, which is Mm -hmm. that those times are very white and those times were not great for people who were not white. And the communities who would do such a thing as the victory project and idealize that are also racist a lot of the times and that just doesn't come into play with the characters and maybe that's great that we just don't see that but I think if we're going to ignore that and we're going to go full everybody is bad equally maybe on some level you can also come into that with the women to some degree like I want to see Shelly as the leader of the victory project for season two and she doesn't care that all these women are still enslaved because now she's the one in power and running the show you know what I mean like I think like if we're gonna embrace that let's fucking embrace that um and let's tell a woman's story even if she's not like a good woman you know what I mean like let's just get Mm. something from them I want something from them I want death
0: No, totally. Because you can support women's rights, but you can also support women's wrongs. You you again. sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) But
2: uh, to what you're saying, Chelsea, about like the unrealistic portrayal of the 1950s. I don't know. I feel like that kind of like makes sense with the ethos of these motherfuckers, you know? Of course, they don't know enough to make this realistic and they're not trying to make it realistic. They're trying to make their like, new utopia, you know? So they're like picking and choosing what they want to be a part of it, obviously. So, I don't know. I feel like that could kind of make sense that they would fuck that up because they suck oh. and they're equal bastards.
1: I don't mean that they are not committing to the racist reality of the 1950s. I mean, also they're the the movie is kind of ignoring the racism that would exist within those characters who are part of a community such as this at all I see I see I
2: see I see yeah no I guess I just never expected them to get to that level
1: (laughs) yeah and I think it's it's complicated when it's like obviously they're satirizing to a degree real world things and communities and people and the ideas that they have like she Olivia Wilde literally said that Chris Pine's character is based on Jordan Peterson who did that like what is a woman documentary and all that stuff um I know but. Also, if you want to have a movie that is diverse and inclusive, like obviously you're going to cut a lot of that and not want to make it your storyline. And it's so easy to just not do that. And you don't have to do that for the mm-hmm. sake of like reality or whatever, but it just feels a little like if this is the conversation that you're having, people were saying that it it felt like the white woman's version of a Jordan Peele movie. You know what I mean? That it's just like engaging yeah. with it without really like engaging with the realities of some of it.
2: Yeah, that's fair. I think that's an apt description.
1: Oh God, poor Olivia. I think that um, it just, it had a lot of really great ideas and then it was so invested in the aesthetic um, and in the vibe that it forgot to put in parts of the movie. Yeah,
0: and, no, so, literally. I know this movie had a bunch of rewrites also. Yeah. So there was like, I found like the endings. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Uh, so like this movie, the first act, pretty good, compelling the second act a lot. And then like the third act, like the ending I think is just kind of bad. The very, very, very ending is so, um, what keeps you alive. If you
1: guys recall how that movie ended, yes, with the gasp in the black screen. <gasps> Do you remember even, the lesbian, um, Jackie, Megan? Yeah, and um, in the end, yeah. yeah.
2: oh, you don't find out, like, yeah, you what just, happened. yeah, yeah, but- yeah. No, I know that that could have been like if we're doing this as a TV show, there could be a whole thing of her, like, getting out because, like. The whole thing is that they're going to kill her, right? They know they're where still they are going to hunt her down, yeah. So they could pop out of the fucking computer simulation and go down to wherever the fuck they live and shoot her with a gun, you know? And her right. muscles are probably all atrophied to shit just
0: saying she's how long she's been laying
2: there.
1: buckled to that bed also. Like, can she get out of the buckles?
0: I want to get your opinion on these. So there's the original ending. Also, Wait. did you uh-huh. know that... This movie was like co-written by Dick Van Dyke's grandson?
1: The original script was, and then it was punched yeah. up by Katie Silberman. Silverman.
0: Yeah. So yeah. there was the original one, there was a 2020 rewrite, and then there was the one that we got. Okay. And so the original one is like at like the ending. So Alice ties up and sodomizes Jack with a broomstick. Cool. Uh, or is about to maybe? Is it no but oh, she fully one- gets she gets it uh-huh. okay the first one she does okay. uh escapes oh from the simulation and kills him in the real world by stabbing him in the eye with a screwdriver Sick. Uh, love it. but he's already done enough damage to her to where she's also bleeding out dying on the floor uh hmm. then but then she wakes back up in the 50s with him still dead next to her uh the doctor tells. her she- She's had a psychotic break, believing she's in a simulation and she's put in a psychiatric ward. Olivia Wilde's character, Bunny, comes to visit and whispers in her ear that she was right and she's opened an exit portal for her. Just as Alice goes to open it, it cuts to black. So it's like a lot more ambiguous on if it's like wow. real that's or Wow, that's way not. more intense. And the 2020 rewrite mm-hmm. is... Um, so Alice would, she paralyzes Jack with pills, smashes the glass over his head and then whacks him to death with a golf club. And then what uh she- Golf against them. And then uh it says, in what feels like a weird homage to the original, she brings out a broom to clean up the mess, <laughs> not to ah. uh, do anything to him after. Uh When she tries to escape, she runs into Frank and then suddenly- wakes up in the hospital still in the 1950s they tell her she's had a psychotic break bunny comes to visit and drives her to the middle of the desert where there's a cliff uh bunny tells alice she has to jump off the cliff to get out alice jumps uh then we see the 1950s housing development triple in size with uh, frank vo- with frank's voiceover giving his spiel about it's being paradise So it ends with them. uh, So she dies. Well, they don't know if she escaped or she died and that like the community is still growing. Okay. And I think there was one where, hold on, when she was like out and then like, like in the world and she had to come like more where she came back. Which I think would have been the first one. Like, she's in the world for a little bit, and then she, like, is back. Right, 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 right. And I think, here's the thing, I think that would make a lot of sense. What I'm
1: recalling from the article that I read about that was that it was, like, she discovered how to leave but then it was like her husband was coming home um in the real world and so to not be discovered she like put herself back in the simulation oh um, and then yeah and then it's like a whole thing um
0: I don't know I I just that would have been way more feminine I don't need her
2: I don't need her to sodomize him though because that just like I just don't need that to I just feel like that like takes us farther from the point you know what I mean
1: I think um
2: in the the version that I
1: read, the article that I read, it was saying she like almost did, and it was more that she was just like trying to get him to talk than it was like revenge.
2: Oh, oh, oh. okay, fair, 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 fair. Yeah, yeah it's. I article. mean,
1: obviously, never non consensually sodomize anybody, but um, oh, only uh, The character motivation, here. yeah, <laughs> okay. um, are, are yeah. different in such fair. a portrayal, um. But yeah, I mean, I th- I think that those endings are a little more interesting, a little more compelling. I feel like this ending is a little shallow In the sense that so much of the movie is just Alice's story exclusively, especially considering how much of Margaret's story they literally fucking cut out. Um, But then they didn't want it to feel so grim for all of the other women that were trapped there that they were like, what if we give them something? Shelly gets to stab her husband. Violet looks like she's putting pieces together. Like, they're trying to be like, what? Well, like, how are they going to get out? They yeah. don't
2: have the information, you know? I wish she had been like, they're all controlling you. Kill them yeah. and then they die lives. But they could have then turned around and killed all the it wives. Just I I don't like know. commit
1: to it being grim or commit to it being like an uprising for all of the women. But this like weird middle ground, they tried to tread maybe for time's sake maybe to preserve the focus on Alice like took away from whatever they wanted the the final note to be
2: yeah yeah they just undercut themselves so much they really do but I don't think I hated the ending as much as you guys did because unlike lots of articles that I read that said that they did not feel compelled by jack and alice's relationship i think that they had really good chemistry even though we didn't see a lot of the like emotional going on between them i thought it was really interesting though because i feel like kind of what they were doing which is it's fucked up um but you know i was that's the movie yeah it's the movie I, i like there's these moments especially right when she's really realizing right she's just come back from being fucking lobotomized and she pulls the beautiful chicken out and he starts singing the song like a fucking idiot dear god harry why are you doing that um and they sing it together how beautiful of course he gets to sing in the movie it's harry fucking styles um but she fucking remembers everything and she remembers what happens and she like asks him like why he took away her life and then he's just like, I love you. You are miserable. And now I've created this perfect world for us. Like we're perfect in here. And like sh- sh- he's hugging her and he's saying that he loves her. And she's saying that she loves him too. Cause she does still love him. And she has had fun at those cocktail parties that I was mentioning earlier mm-hmm. <laughs> with all of her homies. Um, and there's like parts, like she has to choose like this, this life is obviously worse inside. Like when you look at it, and like for us, you're like, "Oh, why would you ever want to give up your agency?" But then she has also to, she like, spends
1: eat. so much time cooking and cleaning a fictional simulation.
2: I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. That drives me really crazy. Okay. Just, just hear me out. Just hear me out. Here, I mean, like she, it's like be- choosing between like the easy life that she's been leading. Like Mm -hmm. staying is so easy. They'll make her forget again. And she'll be in this pseudo bliss, right? With the man that she loves. Or she has to face the reality that the man that she loves is actually a fucking psychopath straight up for reals. And she's wasted her whole. He's taken everything from her. And he just sees her as this play thing. And so it's just like having to like latch onto that reality and be like, okay, this is real. And then I have to go fight for my fucking life now. I don't know. I, I just thought that that's like very tragic at a very like that was kind of I think that was kind of expressed well, at least for me, especially in that final moment before like she's run, run up the spiral hill, blah, 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 blah. All the red suit men are coming, blah, 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 blah. Cool car che- chase, blah, blah, blah. Um, and she's all she's at the precipice. She can put her hands on that last door and she'll be through to the other side. But there's that moment when he like hugs her still. I don't know. I was moved emotionally and it was still <laughs> fucked up, but like I I still liked that part of it. Um I think they could have lost it and done something cooler, but I still liked that.
1: That's my I point. would have been moved a lot more In my TV show, where we get a whole episode where we get a lot more time of what their life looked like together in the real world. And we see what being in love looked like for them, presumably before he lost his job and then got radicalized in this online space and then decided, actually, I feel so neutered being this unemployed man while my girlfriend is working 30 hour shifts as a fucking surgeon. Like, how do I create this? You know what I mean? Like if we saw what their love looked like before he fell into this hole, instead, when we get that reveal for me, it just makes it seem like the Harry that we see eating pussy in this movie is not real. You know what I mean?
2: Right. And it makes it
1: seem like his whole issue was just that she was not sexually available to him enough. And so I hate him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair, fair, fair. I don't know. I also want like more backstory like I want to see like victory project like who are the people actually running this like what is their setup what is their technology like are those
1: red suit guys paid employees in this simulation and they're paid to be there to help maintain the world are they npcs like
2: who is the ferry driver or whatever the trolley trolley driver. driver who the fuck is that is that a dude is, that is a he an
1: NPC? And that's why he's like, I just do my
2: little loop. Like, he's got to be an NPC. Yeah. Who would want to just, like, you know. but like, Anybody I w- who w- wants
1: to make money and have a 1950s aesthetic. And then but like, they go yeah, back to their real- And then that's where they have their free time.
0: But, like, how much is this costing Harry Styles? Because he couldn't find a job. And, and then, now he's
1: working so hard to maintain this for them. And
0: here's the thing. He's having to pay rent by himself and also uh paying victory project. Like what? And also how has nobody come looking for Well,
1: Apparently in the
0: original script, um, part of the whole thing
1: was that you would like fake your wife's death or whatever. Um. So in the original script, the real Jack and Alice in the real world were getting divorced. And then when Alice like comes into the real world, she finds all these like articles and stuff that are like, Alice went missing. Anyway, eventually they stopped searching. Um, and so there is a reason that nobody is looking for her or missing her at this time. Um but we don't and know that's that interesting too. Yeah. We, they just don't tell you anything. Um, and you know, all
2: like their mm-hmm. kind of the ideas are all like around, but they just didn't use the right, like they just didn't put it together. Right. It's so frustrating. I love yeah. the idea of this movie. That's why I still liked it. I was like, I liked what they were trying to do. And I, like, I had fun, you know? So, like, it's not, I like things that are bad sometimes. That's just how it is. To a
1: degree, I like that I can come to this movie with my own ideas and fill in gaps. Like, I kind of like the idea that maybe the plane is sort of this, like, apple in the garden of eden temptation to see which of the women are gonna follow the rules and are not gonna follow the rules so that they can like address it you know what i mean like who's gonna upset the balance obviously margaret goes out with her child into the desert um for whatever reason she says they say like she saw something but they never really say what it is or anything like that but like maybe it's the same kind of thing that's why she has the plane later on they're like that's why they show the plane to alice that's why margaret is the only one who knows alice went out there and like nobody else seems to know and is like shocked when they find out like there's Mm. there's good (laughs) bones here but they're again they're just like not following the thread or maybe they had a, great answers for all of this but they just didn't make the final cut like I don't I don't I don't know we don't know um but yeah we it's didn't just need like-,
2: like honestly any of the dancing I don't we already have Suspiria
0: okay we don't need another ballet horror movie there's two Suspiria's all right I I would have rather them done tennis lessons instead and while they were like because here's the thing too like while some of the women were like playing tennis the other ones could be chatting and like kind of figuring things out know what I mean
2: but I I get it with the like control and like stuff like that with ba- with ballet it's like a very like uh, regimented like form of dance and you have to have like you know
1: it's their whole synchronicity to, symmetry chaos
2: yeah. yeah the discipline aspect of it it's like they have to stay in line as part of the dancing and then like it's like indicative of like their whole lives where they have to stay in line um but. Yeah, they even talk about tennis It's it's a weird moment where they show this blonde girl for like a second in a flash and then she's not in the movie so I just like I feel like they got
0: confused like I don't know there's just so many little bits and bobs. I desperately want to know what is on the cutting room floor of this movie. I desperately want it to be
1: 10 hours of TV so that you can do all of these aesthetic things for the sake of aesthetic or the sake of mood building or the sake of tone setting or the sake of just a visual motif where you have the 1950s film of the dancing ladies that they project onto the bed when you're being put in your trance or whatever. Like there's so much like the music cues. Some of the music cues are so good in the same way that they like, I just watched the first season of White Lotus um and they have like the music that plays throughout that like is really tense and and fun and great yeah. um but there is room for that but not in a 2 hour film there just yeah. isn't room for everything that they wanted to do you can't have that aesthetic and this big of a world with this limited amount of world building and this big of what you want to be an emotional journey with this little emotional heart between the characters.
2: Like, I don't I know. I want them to have Dita Von T's in the goddamn yes. martini. Glass. I don't want to lose Dita Von But, but we didn't real estate. need it. I would like the women to talk more than I need to see and that's hard for me to say because she's very sexy and she looks fantastic in this and she's having a little martini moment because she's also in that carly ray jepsen video that just came out so is she in the carly her. ray jepsen
1: video she's in the taylor Swift bejeweled video
2: oh that's what it was that's what it was. i'm so sorry i got confused apologize I just like that... to carly i'm um... so sorry carly
1: but also the carly song is great and you're right it also I does have, have that about... like Fun. It would fit perfectly there because of the disco vibes. Um, yeah, cool. But my question about Dita Von Teese is, um, do you think they plugged Dita Von Teese into the simulation or do you think it's like the Tupac hologram performance?
2: Oh yeah, it's an NPC. They're just like, who's hot? And of this pinup era, well, I mean, it's not even a pinup era, but whatever. They're doing whatever they want. Who would look hot? Who knows their way around a large martini glass? <laughs> Dita Von <Teese. laughs> If they're good enough to program children, they're good enough to program Dita Vantes to do a little sexy mini Dita Vantes
0: in the Martini Tower from the beginning of the movie. In season
1: three of this TV show, the real Dita Vantes sells them for copyright infringement, sues them. <laughs> I just think there's there's it would be such a good TV show. There's so much room to explore and what could come next after this and like what could be happening like season two all the other ladies Shelly's running the show. There's so much potential here. There's so much potential and it is just I feel like
2: we only mm. have to wait like five years until it's been long enough for them to do it as a TV show.
0: How long until uh,
1: Lifetime makes a movie about the making of this movie?
0: Okay. Also, (laughs) we have to talk about the timeline of all the drama of this movie.
1: I liked when Harry spit on Chris Pine. And then I liked when Harry went to his- um concert afterwards and was like sorry i had to go to venice and spit on chris pine (laughs) Uh, he's he's a fun guy he knows
0: how to have fun harry has jokes okay he's playful he's silly he's goofy (laughs) i silly goopy mood here's the thing i think my favorite like weird portion of this was olivia wilde getting served papers while she was promoting this movie (gasps) oh my god like, I want to
2: know. That was brutal. It wasn't on purpose. The serve people just do go wherever they can find you in a public place. And
0: they knew she was going to be there. So they were like, hi, we're coming for you, bitch. I um, don't take oh,
1: sides so in the Olivia so Wilde, nice. Jason Sudeikis divorce. Cause I just feel like I don't know. I've heard so much about both sides that I'm not prepared to make my
0: final decision. You know what I mean? Okay. But um, here's the thing if my like long-term girlfriend who I have children with, mm-hmm. was going and making a salad dressing for, for Harry uh, Styles. <laughs> internationally beloved pop star, I too would fling myself dressing. in front of her car to stop. Nora Ephron divorce book, salad dressing.
2: <laughs> if here's my take, if I lost, my girl to harry styles i'd be like yeah that's there's harry nothing that I was gonna yeah. Yeah. about like, that, that there's absolutely nothing i could have done to stop that from
0: happening so you
1: know that meme that's like this guy walks up to your girl at the club slaps her ass what do you do and it's like that's his girl now
0: well but so there's another also like weird layer to this because there was all this big drama about like olivia and florence like not getting yeah. along on set Lauren's not
1: promoting the film at all, even though the whole film is literally just built
0: around Lawrence. But so Her think about this. So hours. Lawrence was dating Zach Braff, right? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jason Sudeikis is Ted Lasso. Uh, Zach Braff per- was one of like the producers on Ted Lasso. And therefore, oh. Florence had like a relationship a with- Jason Sudeikis like she was Ooh. supposed to be on an episode of Ted Lasso but like it got cut or something it was like this whole mm-hmm. thing I have been and a then good look for her but anyway continue <laughs> but then here comes Olivia and like Harry and stuff and then there was already like some weird drama because it this movie was originally starring Shia LaBeouf and there were and... allegations
1: that Florence and Harry had maybe a tete a tent at some point or wanted to
2: somebody a fight or a fuck a fuck or
1: flirtation it's unclear the gossip is very up in the air on such a thing but But, but, yeah to say the Shia stuff
0: the Shia stuff is wild because uh so Olivia Wilde was like I fired him because I like wanted to protect Florence and all this kind of stuff and Shia LaBeouf problematic know what I mean like mm-hmm. he has a lot of
2: issues yeah. going on he, yeah he,
0: he sure does but mm-hmm. he was like Olivia that is not what happened like it he, was Dakota Johnson her he literally Dakota Johnson her and Actually, had, Ellen,
1: that's not the truth
0: but had video proof of Olivia Wilde sending him a video saying like Shia please come back like We'll have a talk with Miss Flo, Flo. Like, uh, she doesn't know. Like, she'll learn real quick. Blah blah oh blah blah blah. Like, it was bad. And then he bad. released texts between like him and Florence, being like, "Hey, like, sorry, our schedules can't work out. Like, blah 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 blah." Because apparently their schedule. She was filming. He wanted to
1: rehearse so much, and she was like, "I don't have time for that."
0: Yeah, and so he was like, well, if you're not going to take this seriously, I don't want to be attached to this project anymore. And she's like, uh, if you're going to be a bitch, I don't want to work with you anymore. Uh, but so there was snippy. all of that. And it was, again, Olivia Wilde did this, like, big, uh, like, inter- interview with what? Vanity Fair or something. And also LOL at Harry being like, I've never like publicly come out with a girlfriend. Like the week that Olivia Wilde's tagline said, she's so golden. Oh, Oh, wait, what do you mean tagline?
1: Like her Insta bio or
0: something? No, 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 no. On like one of the covers that she was on, the cover of the magazine she was on said, she's Olivia Wilde, she's so golden.
1: Like the Harry Styles. Song. She's oh, song.
0: so golden. Oh my
2: God. That is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean,
1: just so messy <laughs> all around on every...
0: Okay. But also, oh. LOL, Kelsey, uh-huh. okay. Harry Styles was announced to be taking over the Shia LaBeouf Roll September 11th, 2020. <gasps> my birthday. What a 9 what a
2: gift to me. Um, Wait, when did the um? When did the, the truth come out about Shia? Just wondering. Do we know? Uh,
1: I don't recall to top of my head. head.
0: Hold on, I can find it. It was. I've got a whole timeline like right now. Yeah, even right though so literally
2: we were all looking at Shia LaBeouf timelines earlier today. <laughs> I know. Ugh, I'm still so sad.
0: Yeah, I mean like the Shia Olivia stuff is super falling.
1: interesting though. August
0: twenty-six of this year. No way! Right before, yeah. Because no, no, no. It was, you're talking about the, no, 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 no. The, the, when did people like, find twigs out
2: the FK Twig stuff? Yeah. Oh,
0: oh, oh! oh. Last year,
2: twenty twenty. Okay, that makes sense. Because I was like, why would they have him in this movie at all? Yeah, it was like with what this cast movie is, before. if that was already out and known, but okay, it wasn't out and known.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I, he has a whole sort of, he, he's his own whole thing. You yeah, know what I mean? I could mean. do a whole episode on that,
2: but I don't want to. Simply <laughs> don't
1: have the time to get into his no. and his deal. Um, But it is just so messy and really gets into part of what the issue with the marketing of this film was which is that it seems completely disingenuous what you've seen the movie to be like it's so feminist and female pleasure oriented and then it's These women are literally held here against their will. Um, and to be like, I I we fired this man who has abuse allegations to protect our female stars, only to find out that like you begged for him to come back and there are receipts of that. You know what I mean? It's just like Mm -hmm. it really Yeah, it really is you know, like if if you can only work with the information that you have at the time if you didn't know this about these allegations existed and you thought this man was the best for the role and you begged him to come back that's fine but just like don't try to spin it later you know what I mean and it just it just makes it feel like like the movie itself that all of those aspects of it are very shallow and not like deeply held convictions or whatever and they don't I would like them to be you know but like the reality is we exist in an imperfect world things are imperfect people are problematic everyone is a little bit in whatever way but like don't sell yourself as this like wonderful perfect answer to all of those things taking on the man and then just like be a flop
0: yeah and here's the thing she didn't have to do any of that she didn't have
1: to do any of that she didn't have to know her to do that i do want to know i would love to know
2: my god who does her pr they should be killed i'm kidding that said (laughs) when she posted the
1: nora efron divorce book salad dressing page on her instagram story that was genius um
2: that was was good that was one redeeming thing
1: Yeah, I wonder just like how much of this film, again, I truly, Lifetime movie about the making of this movie, that would be so fun. But also a documentary, I would be super interested in. I would love to know how much was like Olivia Wilde's vision and how much of it came from her and her ideas and how much maybe was like studio involvement and interference. Like my friend who saw this movie with me who was working. Um, who works in the industry, talked about how they were really like studios were looking to make Harry Styles a movie star for a while and like find a film to place him in, basically. And so this role opened up. And they were like, Great, you know what I mean? like we're we're trying to put him somewhere. Let's put him here. Like, I want to know how much was corporate marketing strategy and how much of it was like artistic vision.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I do think Harry Styles was miscast in this role.
1: I just think if we want to have Harry in this role, that's fine. But then I need more of real world Harry to even know what I'm dealing with. Do you know what I mean? It, I can't marry those two visions meaningfully. Yeah. Maybe that's on me, though. Maybe that's a mean problem.
2: I'm glad that he was in it for me. I had fun. <laughs> he,
1: I thought he was so great in the first half. I didn't think that he was bad after the reveal acting-wise. Um, I just think he's not bringing, like, a special little sparkle or anything. You know what I mean? Like, Florence Pugh, you can say that she – did or didn't have material to work with, but Florence Pugh is always going to have a
2: sparkle. Um, oh yeah, she still bodied this.
1: Yeah, and like, Kiki Lane, again, we saw so little from her, but she is really interesting to watch. Um, and I wanted more from her watching this movie. Um, uh, no, no shade to Olivia's acting because I do generally like her as an actress most of the time, but like, I wasn't really invested in Bunny necessarily um I don't know it was such a star-studded cast and they were all fun in the fun scenes um but there there just was not always a lot there um unless you no
0: substance yeah yeah Yeah. that's kind of the whole
2: movie that's that's the that's the nail on the head for the whole thing really that's all really well said oh it's so disappointing but I still didn't Stand by hate it. it. I still didn't hate it you know mm-hmm. I wish that it was completely different but I had a time how about that I felt
0: I felt things you know here's <laughs> the thing this really did feel like a movie Harry was not wrong he's so it, true it was a movie
1: yeah I just like I was left with a lot of questions that you know sometimes that's fun cuz you have a lot to discuss after the fact um for the most part i was just like i felt like the the movie didn't set up discussion questions so much as it failed to um provide enough subtext for the yeah. questions that they wanted to ask like there just wasn't enough to like sink your teeth into with them yeah so oh, that I mean, when they come to me to do the TV show in five years, I'm going to body it. So don't
0: worry about it. They like, literally fucking you.
2: should. It would be so good. I would watch the shit out of that show. Oh my God. I would watch it. I, oh my God. It's just,
0: uh,
2: uh, it just makes me go, uh, uh, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, do we have more to say about the film itself or do we want to move into our segments?
0: Segment twos?
2: Yeah, I think we can move into our segments. Okay, cool. Um, my question is, how could this movie be gayer? And my answer is, I get gay vibes from a lot of people in this movie. Um,
0: Alice, gay? Well, she was even like talking. Was it was the tennis where she goes, yeah? It was the sexiest thing I'd ever seen in my mm-hmm. entire life.
1: Yeah, she says bunny playing ten- tennis while holding a cocktail, not spilling a drop that's peak sexual interest I would desire like to for see her that.
0: I would also like to see that I um, would like to see that yeah there's a moment
1: no. where Gemma Chan is like not quite tenderly stroking her during the ballet scene but I think for Alice it was tender you know what I
2: mean oh yeah Alice is by 100% because she's defo into Harry she definitely is um, but I think that all these motherfuckers swing, you know, and they don't just oh, swing yeah. to each other's yeah. husbands. they got the upside upside down pineapple, but they swing to each other. They swing all around. I think that Harry seemed very comfortable. Excuse me. Jack seemed very comfortable kissing Nick Kroll's character on the mouth. Mm-hmm. Also, just a little like sidetrack. I felt so much um, less confused once I saw them kiss in the movie because I was like, why is Harry? now kissing Nick Kroll at the premiere yes. for this movie right. you know what I, mean? I was like yeah there's already so much going on and I always want boys to kiss but I was just like you gotta kiss now my you're kissing is my Nick Kroll on the mouth like like this there are like already so many after you fucking mm-hmm. botched your interviews all day today babe like what's going on anyway that cleared some shit up for me so thank god yeah
1: yeah yeah honestly I do remember seeing the movie and being like okay well I get why they kissed at the premiere now
2: (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) literally exactly my same thought (laughs) but yeah Um, I think that there's they're all uh kissing I mean after you have that many martinis everybody's kissing everybody's
1: kissing this scene where Chris Pine watches Florence Pugh get finger banged by Harry Styles I mean yeah, like, and she watches back and she watches okay. back um just, everybody does love happens, a mirror so
0: I mean why it not?
1: is very it's a swingers community for sure um
2: it's a cul-de-sac and they all swing around in the cul-de-sacs very easy it's perfect that is the vision of the victory project it's a sanctuary for swingers and let them have a place to be but do we have to do it like this
1: okay but honestly though it would fit um to have that as part of the storyline where the the whole thing with harry again Is that Jack is like my wife is not sexually available to me often enough and so I am creating this world where I can come home and eat her pussy whenever I want um and and she's like begging me not to go to work so that I can stay home and fuck her all day um and we're bringing in hologram de davantes to strip for us just for our entertainment like clearly they are creating this sexualized environment you know what yeah, i mean yeah and so for them to be like what if we also all banged each other and also i got to watch my wife bang a bunch of people like that would fit right in
2: i think you know toss put it, it in. in the show put it in the tv put show, <laughs> show. Put it, put it show. we've got
1: a whole banging episode a whole episode dead no i wouldn't do that i would make it tasteful throughout like perhaps. the
2: sensate orgy scene Every episode has an
0: orgy scene.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay.
0: The Wachowski sisters,
1: if the Wachowski sisters had made this movie, they would have done some really interesting stuff here.
2: I saw an article that, like, was like, this is like the Matrix, but they don't reveal that it's the Matrix until the end, and it's worse for it. So it's there. Content is there. Um, do you have any more gay feelings that you would like to express at this time?
1: Um, I think the ballet scene and the tennis scene were the main things that made me go gay.
2: In my notes, I wrote like, "Is ballet innately gay?" That was my note that I wrote. During I that think scene. a little bit. I've seen Black Swan. You know. Yeah, I mean, I was a ballerina. There's like, and you're gay. Got my There we go. gosh. On a girl was in ballet class. Name wow. redacted. Oh my God. I know oh God. who is she so is. great though. in her leotard. Text me who it is. Oh, you already know who it is, but I'll tell you later. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay. Moving on to where would Matthew Lillard fit into this film? And I don't want this boy to touch it with a 10 foot pole. I think it mm-hmm. would be good that he was not involved.
0: He'd be the doctor.
2: Oh, he would. <laughs> Yes, but the guy from Veep is so good as the doctor because he he carries in
1: so much of that obnoxious baggage from his character on Veep.
2: Yeah, it's so true. I really liked him as that, as the doc. Doctor calls Timothy
1: Simons.
2: He's definitely gay. He doesn't even have a wife in the game and he created this shit, you know? He's one of the creators. So he's just schmanging Chris Pine. Yeah, golf. I mean, what, what do they do when they golf? <laughs> what do all men do when
1: they golf? Um, they, they say maybe. They say they golf get is real just drunk an excuse for men to on go hole. on walks and talk about their feelings is what I was saying. Um, but fucking on the 18th hole maybe. I mean, I've never been there so I
0: don't know. The bussy is actually the 19th hole. Just. <laughs> So if you hear somebody going for 19 rounds yeah you know we're, we're doing 19 doing. holes
2: today if you catch my drift <laughs> <laughs> what happens on the course stays on the course you know <laughs> where did you say uh maddie Lully should go what <laughs> gay sex on the golf course what <laughs>
1: maddie Lily? where else could he be i mean in the TV show, he could be somebody in the real world. You know what I mean? He could be an ally in the real world. He doesn't have to be an evil person. But also he could be any of the NPCs. And in fact, if they were all Maddie Lily in the red gym suits, actually, I think that would be great.
2: That could be a really <laughs> great value add. Yeah, for sure. He could be the trolley driver. Oh, love to mess with the trolley driver. Just a little mm-hmm. kiss, kiss of Maddie Lily. Beautiful. Um okay, then the dumb bitch.
1: There's so many to choose from. Um
2: no, all of the men. All of yes. the men.
1: I feel like Chris Pine is a, a dumb bitch. Mind. Yeah. Um, and he has the whole thing where he like confronts her in the kitchen, but then they're at the table, but then she kind of botches okay. it because she gets too riled up. So like, That's is he pizza. a dumb bitch for that? Or is he not a dumb bitch for that? I don't know. Uh...
2: No, he did a great job. He like because just like the film did not prepare us for that scene. She was not prepared for that confrontation, you know? Yeah. She, you need to do a little pre-work where you're like whispering. Um, if you're trying to do a mutiny, okay, uh, there's a few things you can do. You got to tell people say don't you think it's fucked up he did that to everyone and get them to kind of agree with you and then do it so it's like plant the seed
1: they really okay here's the thing sorry to go back to full-time movie discussion a little bit but if they're gonna do the the whole margaret is fine actually margaret is totally fine but ted got fired like i don't know i would want something more of if they can create NPCs to be Dita Von T's. like why would they not just be like actually Margaret is still here and she's totally fine now but we replaced her with an AI you know what I mean
2: I don't think they're that good at it though you know like Dita Von D's just does a sexy dance the little sure. kids are little kids not saying that little kids cannot be very nuanced but they also go to school all day and then when they come back they're like I
0: they talk nonsense you know, you know? Yeah. I just feel like if
1: they are able to put people into this simulation and rewire their brains and all of their memories, it wouldn't be that hard to create, again, a fake person with this same fake backstory. And it's like, oh, she's acting totally different now. But so was Alice after we gave her electroshock therapy.
2: I feel like it'd be too big of a risk. I don't know. Maybe. Because they're going to be conversing with her. It's not like they're never going to like, it's not like she's just going to be a side character. That's why the NPC, you don't have to program them that much because you talk to them for five seconds, then you never talk to them again, you know, because they're just.
1: Okay. If I were Chris Pine and I were not a dumb bitch, I would have NPC Margaret come back to say her goodbyes or visibly move out of town or something. Just to settle Alice's yeah. paranoia and curiosity. Unless I want Alice to be paranoid and curious. Which maybe I do. Because I'm bored.
2: No, he's obviously bored. He wants this weird challenge. And then it's like some game for him. Because he obviously controls the world. So like she can't. Mm-hmm. She does end up winning. But she can't win in his mind. So it's like a, just a little another thing. Where she's like a little plaything for him. Um, which is sick and disgusting. <laughs> But yeah, he's not stupid, so he can't be the dumb bitch. I think it's Jack, man, because it was really stupid for him to sing that song to her lifeless corpse all the time and then sing that song in the game when she's been singing that game. song literally all the fucking time. Truly constantly. He must have heard her humming the song. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's a great song. I was like, is it, that a it's real a Harry song? original.
1: Harry did that for realsies. Allegedly.
2: Yet another moment where he deserves the Oscar for this (laughs) performance as Olivia has stated time and time again. Yeah I mean
1: um I do think Jack is also a dumb bitch because he really thinks that he can get Alice to stay once she figures it out like he really is like didn't you just say it doesn't matter where we are as long as we're together we're together here in this fake world that's what you said that's
2: basically
1: what you just asked me for right no it's not and you know that
2: but he almost is so delusional where he really thinks that, like, he's provided a better life for her because she was so sad before. Like, he's drinking the Kool-Aid. He's drinking his own Kool-Aid. But then he gets so mad. So, you know, I don't know. It's like.
1: I mean, he lets them bad. take her off to electroshock therapy all of her memories away. Um, So, yeah. He's dumb, fact,
0: he's dumb One of my oh? grandmas used to get electroshock therapy. It's very effective, but you also do lose some of your memory sometimes. I'm just saying, <laughs> crazy <laughs> runs in the family, baby. Hey, oh, Lord, <laughs> the family straight
1: jacket.
2: Um,
1: oh I do have God. that up
0: in my closet.
1: I know you do. That's why I brought it up. I love <laughs> it. Uh, um, yeah,
2: he's Are we ready rich. for knives out of fives. Oh. Yes.
1: I guess we are I was like don't we have another segment but um want to
2: make one up right now no. well we're officially
1: out of F slur November so you know
2: yeah we don't have true. to make it in F slur I don't even think we did that for knives for knives out by the way but that's fine
1: I don't think we did it officially but I mean I think there were echoes of it throughout as we discussed some characters
2: yeah anyway anyway <laughs> what is what is the critical reception of this film thus far um, here's the thing about
1: this movie. Again, it was really hyped um, and it was really marketed as like a prestige film. And so yeah. I think critics had really, really high expectations, um, yeah. that were not met because on Rotten Tomatoes from critics, this movie has a 38%, which is Ooh, pretty rotten, that's um, pretty bad. It's pretty bad, but comparatively from audiences, it has a 74%, which is fresh and like twice as much. Um, and on IMDb, it has a 6.2 out of 10, which again, not so bad. Um, and it was nominated for three People's Choice Awards um, well, for 2022. The we don't faith. know yet. The Arbiter of Taste. The People's Choice Awards this year are actually um, the same day that this episode drops. So you guys- if you're listening to this episode right away, don't worry, you can find out so soon if it won any of these People's Choice Awards or not. Um, but it was nominated for Drama Movie Star for Florence Pugh. It was nominated for Drama Movie Star for Harry Styles. And it was nominated for Drama Movie of the Year. Um, so, I mean, the people liked it enough in that regard. And people liked it a lot more than critics liked it.
2: Um, what did you say the percent was for audiences? Sorry.
1: 74 percent compared to critics 38 percent
2: there's some things to be to like you know if you just go in smooth brain you might forget that it doesn't make any sense
1: (laughs) yeah i mean that's my thing like this movie is not bad like what i said in the beginning it's it's a very medium film it's not bad there's a lot here that is well done like the some of the aesthetic choices are really strong and interesting some of the directorial stuff is really interesting like I love seeing them all pull out of their driveways in unison like that kind of stuff is really cool um and they do a lot of really cool choices um visually in the film I wish those had like amounted to something um like her looking at herself in the mirror she's kiki lane in the mirror she's in the bathtub blah blah blah. like you get you get a lot of interest in her getting smushed in the walls like it is fun and fascinating to watch if there had been literally any payoff for it
2: um
1: but instead it feels hollow
2: uh, cellophane wrap on her face you know yeah yeah. what was going on there never know you'll never know Was that like an TV instinctive film.
1: urge that she was trying to escape because she knew that something was wrong, or was it like the programming trying to sabotage her because she was like onto them, like we just don't know. We don't have any answers for that kind of thing. Um, and we really also don't have a lot of direction to point us one way or another. Yeah, um but again, there is a lot here that's well done. i I like. Dita Von Teese in the glass you know what I mean I like all of the flashes throughout where they're giving you a glimpse of the footage or a glimpse of the like emergency theater or whatever where they're doing the medical procedures like I like that they're giving you little glimpses even even that like completely blink and you miss it not even blink and you miss it like you can't see it unless you happen to pause at just the right second thing Monica um, oh you... yeah,
2: yeah. Like there, there's a scene like right after Margaret um like speaks out at the gathering at uh, Chris Pine's house. Can't remember his character's name. Um, and she is like saying like, "Oh, like I haven't been sleeping," and her husband like pulls this curtain to cover her up so Florence Pugh can't see her anymore. And in that second that she closes the curtain. There's a flash, and it's of Florence Pugh's face at the like towards the end. And it's her face, like in the real world with that weird eye thing like over her eyes. And so it like literally shows like the twist right then and there. But it's literally a millisecond. It took me so long to pause it, but I think it's at twenty two thirty five um it's probably like a
1: singular frame, yeah,
2: yeah. it's like a singular frame. so there's there she, she's doing stuff. cool. Like yeah. you, great for the viewers on hbo max
1: i like a lot of those directorial choices i just feel like there was not enough story or plot or um connection between the characters to make any of it super strong like it's it's not even if it were really bad it would be exciting in its own way you know what I mean it's not even that it's really bad it's that it's so medium um which for me I mean I I kind of feel like three knives out of fives is a good score and so I would give it slightly lower than that I would probably give it like a 2.78 you know what I mean where it's like it's almost three but it's not three um that's totally. that's where I would give it in my knives. Um, it has so much potential. It's going to be a banger of a TV show one day. It's not there yet.
0: Uh, yeah. Do you want to go first, Sydney? I'm a three. I think if it wasn't as beautiful as it was, it would be a lower score, but I mm-hmm. did still find it like- It's a visual feast. Yeah. It is. I still like was very- to a point, you know what i mean? And then the middle it i wish this movie was a tight 90, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. I wish it was <laughs> a little bit more like focus. Mhm. And did too much, yeah. And i think it just it got lost in one. It got lost in all the drama, quite frankly. And i think like the story got lost, but i do you think I agree with Chelsea? It would make an incredible uh mini-series. Yeah. Really gives it the
1: space to be a slow burn if that's what you want it to be.
2: No, it would be so good as that. And like I'm right there with you, Sydney. I'm giving this a three. You know, like I had fun when I watched this movie. I also was like really freaked out by it at first because just this concept in general is just so fucking fucked up. You know, if you think about mm-hmm. it for a really long time, you just feel so bad so bad um but I also was totally enamored with the aesthetics like we were talking about like I am literally throwing a cocktail party for New Year's Eve by the way just so you guys know invite okay put it on the cow Um, yeah yeah put it in the cow um because like inspired by this movie like I loved like the fun aspect of it you know like and and like I said before I was moved by like you know she is like Having to make a choice to take agency to get her life back when like, you know, she has this easy choice of a life that is like, you know, fun, but it is like vapid, you know, Um, and so I I was moved by that, that and by Florence Pugh's acting so it's definitely it's a three for me I, I will watch this again, and I'll have a good time. And I'll look at everyone's outfit and I'll go on eBay and try to find the same dresses. So that's where I'm at.
1: (laughs) I'll watch it up until the reveal and then I'll turn it off.
2: Right. (laughs) Fair. Very fair.
1: I don't need to see ugly Harry Styles again. Thank you so much for your contribution, Harry Styles. I will look at cute Harry Styles and then I will say, oh no, the movie ended. (laughs) Oh no, the movie is over. Good night. Good night. (laughs) Good
2: night. Oh, man. That's don't worry, darling. In the end, we did have to worry. (laughs) (laughs) Just too bad. So next week, we're doing a movie that we have been planning to do for so long. We have definitely not just decided right now one second ago (laughs) to do this movie. We have been planning this for actually months because we've been planning it. think about this. We think about everything a lot and it's all connected. We're like taylor swift in that way where there's all these easter eggs and we're surprised you have picked up on them um there's a lot more that i've brought up our
0: own easter eggs
2: yeah honestly like step it up a little bit uh, <laughs> but we are going to be doing a uh, you know a modern classic for some um we are doing insidious next week which came out in a year of our lord what was it 2012 i think
0: 2010 oh 2010 2010
2: 2010 sometime it. um so yeah I love I remember being spooked very thoroughly when I saw this in the theater as a youth um so who's to say that it will hold up but it could wait why did I think Ethan Hockey was in this movie he's not no, It's the it's-
0: same guy as the conjuring isn't it yeah yeah it's okay. Patrick Wilson yeah
1: he's cute L Rose Bird's here it's okay remember- I'm interested I'm intrigued <laughs> I haven't seen it it's spooky. I thought it's that concept. Um, we had. Oh, is it the same director as Sinister? And that's it's why James I have them linked in my no,
2: brain.
1: Why do not. I have them linked in my brain? I guess we'll they find out.
2: Are both scary? That is so Allegedly. true. <laughs> Allegedly, they're both horror movies that came out around a similar time, maybe ish. Sinister is more recent, maybe. Who's yeah, to Sinister say? But we're doing it anyway. What? Um. We thought maybe we'll do one that's actually scary for a change, but we don't know if it is.
1: <laughs> there is potentially an untitled crossover between the sinister and insidious franchises that's going to happen at some point. I, d- I don't think that I knew that before, but maybe subconsciously I knew.
2: Oh, my God. <laughs> that, we'll no talk about it later.
0: I'll <laughs> we'll res- talk about it. We'll talk about
1: it. In my heart, maybe I, well.
2: Anyway, I how about this? Why not give us a five-star review? And in that five-star review, you should write all of the Easter eggs that you have gleaned from being an avid listener of Spooky Tuesday. You can make them up. That's fine. We're making everything that we say up as we go. So might as well just continue the trend. Um, But yeah, five-star review, please. We'd love to see it. And why not follow us on social media? We're at Spooky underscore Tuesday on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Twitter is getting worse and worse every day, but see our final death rattle tweets. Like for a limited time only. Um, we also are on Tumblr and Facebook. So that's at Spooky Tuesday Pod. And we're on Letterboxd at Spooky Tuesday. And thank you for listening. Bye, Spookies.
0: You and me. Always. You and me.
1: Spooky Tuesday was created by Monica Height, Sydney Thompson, and Chelsea Deff, and edited by Sydney Thompson. Our gorgeously spooky tunes are all thanks to Tamra Simons, who you can follow on Instagram at Captain Tamra, and our podcast art is by Mary Murphy, who you can find on Instagram at The underscore moon underscore OMG.